This is Mind Your Business on Money FM 89.3, where we take a closer look at the SME sector here in Singapore, the challenges it faces, the aid available to it, and we also speak to business and industry leaders for some advice. Our colleagues at the Business Times help us out as well. You can find their website on all things to do with this sector, www.sgsme.sg. Today, we chat with media strategist and Enneagram coach Andrew Chow to find out if businesses are utilising what's available to them in the digital space, an advertising avenue that's way surpassed traditional platforms. After all, consumers are mostly digital natives now, so what better way to reach out to them? A business digital marketing strategy, if done right, can make all the difference. So first things first, have businesses recognised once and for all that this is a viable avenue for advertising and marketing? Andrew, thanks for joining us today. Yes, Let's hit you straight away with that first question. I think recognising the fact that besides digital marketing is really fast and more effective, now, I'm not sure about cheaper though. All right, that's, a, that's another topic for another day. But what digital marketing really can offer to the brands to connect with consumer and prospects is a fact that three things. Remember, Mr. Tim, T-I-M. First of all, it's targeted. You know exactly where you're going. You know exactly who is reading and who is and who are you being reached out to? You have a feedback. So gone are the days where there is masses. So you're very, very niche. Number two, I interactivity. No longer will you be the only one talking. People are talking to you and not only that, people are talking to each other about you. So interactivity it's what something that traditional uh, media do not offer. Last but not least, measurable. Now, everything is measurable. So in order to make something measurable, you need to know before and after. So a lot of KPIs, a lot of ROI you, you need to set. All said and done, TIM really, it's about uh, being targeted being interactive, being measurable. And with that, you can determine your ROI. The end goal, though, oftentimes for a business is to sell their stuff. Correct. And traditional media can do that. Or at least you can tell that your traditional media advertising strategy is working if you're selling more stuff. Now, with digital marketing, the end goal, of of course, although it's really to sell, but there are different uh, levels or stages of customer journey. For example, we start with awareness. People don't know you, and now they get to know about you. But now interested to buy. The next level is they are interested. They want to know more. They are talking to people about it. The third stage is desire. Now they really want to buy. They are checking. Uh, is it good? Be able to buy a recommendation. And last but not least, it's actually the action, the conversion part. So brands need to recognize they have different stages of buying journey. And with each stage, you need different form of digital marketing. And that is a challenge to a lot of people, especially when you're told social media is easy to do, it's cheap, it's, you know, you can reach out to masses. And if you use social media for all stages of buying journey, you may not find the desirable results. you got to know when to use what, from search marketing to content marketing to social media marketing to influencer marketing to relationship marketing. Everything is different. You need to know your business much more. You need to know your customers. If a business is not into any of these platforms at all, at any stage mm. of their business, is it a definite doomsday for them? No, I think they need to go back to basic and create the online awareness, the visibility. Because once you're visible, people will be reminded about you. So the first thing first is be found. We need to invest time and resources on search marketing. Search marketing has two types, SEO, search engine optimization, and SEM, search engine marketing. One is you work hard for it, 
Another one, you pay money for it. Hmm. So yeah, so, so it depends on really how comfortable the business is correct. putting out money, if, maybe or yes. If you're interested to run a marathon, you uh, invest time on SEO. If you want a sprint, then you do SEM. Yes. Which is more effective, you think? Both are effective. It depends again on the where you are in your yeah. business. So where you are and and what is the stage of buying journey the customer is. So for example, if you want to achieve it quickly for visibility, you pay. And once you got the fan base. Now you get them engaged to SEO. You make sure you are being found in the right places. SEO is really searches matches your keyword intention meeting information. My head is spinning at this point. So <laughs> these new opportunities that digital marketing offer versus the traditional marketing platforms. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you are in the B two B business, a lot of B two B businesses still use the traditional way of events marketing. You know, uh, getting involved in trade shows, networking still helps because B two B is a much smaller circle. Everyone knows everyone, so you don't need an additional platform to complicate things. They use digital marketing for networking purposes, keeping the circle close. All right. So if you're a brand and you have your closely knitted distributors and retailers with you, now you use that to make sure they don't run to another principal. And that's about it. It's no longer just marketing. It's keeping people warm. It's keeping the relationship. So, you, so we have to understand. Not all business, not all businesses benefit equally from digital marketing. Now, if you're B to C, then you need it. However, the space are crowded. So now, if you start, it's going to be tough. You're going to pump in more money. So if you want to play, you have to pay. <laughs> that sounds like the quote to remember for the day. If you yes. want to play, you've got to, to play. play. We just uh, came up with an example. Mm-hmm. Um, I sell baby bids in mm-hmm. a brick and mortar store. I have no social media presence, nothing mm-hmm. online, mm-hmm. not even a website. Mm-hmm. I have to pay if I want to step into this arena. Okay, so not necessarily. What you have is your existing customer base. So the first people that need to be aware is are your customers. Now you no longer need to come to my shop. You can just order online and we'll deliver it, number one. Number two, maybe you can consider having a referral marketing. If you refer someone, maybe five, you have another um, kind of percentage discount. I think a lot of people want it. All right. So it's not like uh, ladies' fashion. You know? Ladies do not recommend their friends, their BFF, to buy the same dress from okay. the same store. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so for premium product, it's, if it is a commodity, there are many things you can do. Of course, the starting is always tough. If you can last six months on SEO, SEM, then you've got to do content marketing. You know, today, Everyone needs to listen to a story before they can buy. So the art of content marketing really is how much of an emotional engagement you can create through storytelling. That's so, sounding even more complicated. Yes. It's not about selling a good product That's anymore. Right. It's selling so, an experience. For example, so for example, there are many types of tissue paper. Some are good, some are bad, some are thin, some are thicker. But even create an emotional story about something that will make you cry and you need a piece of tissue paper. Oh man. If you can create a short movie of two minutes and then you're more engaging because right now people remember the story. One of the biggest telco here in Singapore is a master of this. Whenever they want to sell their product and services, they always come up with a good story. Something about family and staying Something connected. Something about family, and, about relationship, about yeah. festival, you know, and you always find it on YouTube advertisement. How quickly does digital marketing evolve? I mean, is it a case of it's so quick we can't keep up? So uh, me, as I sell my baby bibs in a brick and mortar store, I can't keep up. Okay, I'll answer your question in two different ways. A lot of things about digital marketing are really timeless. So um, a lot of things that is being done five years ago, it's still happening today. You still got to follow some 
best practices. Now, having said that, the other part, the art of it, it's really about creativity. Why some brands are able to create long-lasting uh, impressions, long-lasting impression, and a lot of things are viral. Why? It's because they have this X factor. They have, they do things differently. And they have people who engage with them differently. They have a group of lawyer, very, very lawyer-based customer. We call them ambassadors. And that is something a lot of brands forget to nurture. you got to nurture your best customer. Maybe the top 10%. They are your social advocates. They need to go out there and share in their own way. If I see my friends share, share about product, I will take it more seriously. I don't look at it as advertisement. That it's part of the creativity of using digital marketing. You don't do it yourself. The same message, but the messenger isn't you. But as people become slightly more cynical, mm, mm. once they figure out that brand ambassadors are paid, mm. I think that credibility diminishes a bit. Okay, so you are referring to influencers and bloggers, YouTubers, Instagrammers. These people most of the time are paid, but if it's an average person like me who genuinely love the product, social advocates are actually customers who love your product so much, they're willing to speak for you for free. There are a lot of these people around who are willing. You just have to source them out, have an in-house meeting, closed-door meeting, you know, put them on some VIP club. You know, you don't have to announce this, or you can announce this if you want. But as long as they're transparency not paid, might yeah, be a good yes, idea, though. It's, so it's transparency. So they each tell the story of your brand with their perspective, and that makes it interesting. And that forms part of user-generated content. We hear these words many times in the past. This is what it is. Social media is the avenues that brings user-generated content to everyone. Why do you think the main reasons SMEs are not getting as much success in digital marketing as they want is? There are a few reasons. Number one, they do not have a comprehensive overview of digital marketing. Because today, things are moving so fast, they do not know where to seek help for a big picture understanding. Now, besides the school, the academics, where they, where they ground you from foundation to advance, business owners are getting info from vendors, from commercial partners, which double up as a consultant, which their consultancy are somehow skewed to their services. So everyone is listening to subjective information. And the more subjective all the information are, the more difficult you're going to make a decision. So that's number one. No one has a good understanding from A to Z, when to do what, you know, and so on. Number two, I think the reason is no one bothers to do what we call a buyer persona. It's about a group of customers. For example... Is this your target as well? Yes, that's right. For example, I used to run a dating agency and I target to a certain segment of people. I give them certain names where I have a certain standard profiling. It will cover their challenges, their motivations, their wants, their excuses, their reason not to buy, and so on. I need to be. I need to get inside the mind and the hearts of these people. Only then would I know how will they search for information online. Because all of us search for different things. If I can guess very, very closely what you are thinking in your heart, I will know what keywords to use in my SEO. I will know how to create content on my web. So no one has any patience for this. Everyone is just profiling their customers very generically. And I think... Because that's the ideal of a business. I want to sell to everybody. Yes. Uh, fast is not necessarily good here because digital marketing, the initial foundation needs to be built. So if you outsource something as intimate as persona to an agency, they will not know your business as well as you. So they will end up giving you very generic profiling. So you need to sit down with your team and do a lot of brainstorming and do a lot of analysis to come up with biopersona. Only then keywords can be formed. That is another major stage. Keywords are really important for your presence online. If you get your keywords wrong, you get your SEO wrong, you get your content 
wrong, you got your storytelling wrong, you got a social media engagement wrong, you hire wrong influencer to talk about different things, everything will go wrong. Keywords are so important. And within keywords, we're interested in the niche keywords, not the generic keywords. Ayo, I was about to ask you <laughs> if digital marketing, one can hire, say, an ad agency like before for the traditional marketing and advertising okay. platforms. And it sounds like no, because they're just going to give you, say, for example, a generic profile of who your customer base okay. should be. Yes and no. We need to do some groundwork first. All brands need to create their buyer persona. It can be through three or four of them, doesn't matter. Then they hand this list over to the agency and brief them. Now, I want you to generate 500 keywords, the top 50, let me know. We will decide to create content or to buy ads. So it's a good idea to yes. still to maybe st- get to, some help? To still outsource, but as long as you know what going on. You outsource anything that's routine, that is, uh, that is a tedious, laborious, out to the agency. But you know the master blueprint. You don't let the agency decide what is the next step because you are the mastermind of your business. So I think you can outsource, but a lot of brands, they outsource everything. They thought that by hiring the best agencies, they will get things done. But the best agencies may not know your business. So you need to hire a good project manager who knows intimately your business, translate that into tangible ROI and KPI to the vendors or to the agency. Then you have some success. As a start, a cohesive digital marketing strategy must come from you, the business owner already. Yes, business owner must have some good ideas. But unfortunately, a lot of business owners just don't have time to go for knowledge gathering. We don't even talk about skills upgrading. If they don't have knowledge, they do not know how to hire a good digital marketing director. So the challenge spiral on, right? So anyone that they think is digital native, they get they get them in. A lot of digital marketers are only digital native. They are not marketers. You need two combined skills. You need to know uh, how to market and you need to know digital platform. A lot of a lot of good people today they know digital platform but they don't really know marketing. They just were in the job. So they call themselves digital marketer. So they may not know how to come up with a marketing plan, but they know how to post on Facebook. They okay. know how to use the hashtags. I think a marketer needs a holistic range of skills. And recruitment of these people is also one of the challenges. Why people are not investing in digital marketing? Because there are so many people they hire, they couldn't do the job. Hmm. I'm sorry so it sounds like friend. a traditional marketer should then go and upskill and get those skills to be a digital yeah. marketer. Thank you very much for bringing up my fourth point, And that is a lot of traditional marketers need to upgrade their skills. Once they're upgraded, they are right there. Regardless whether you're 50 years old, 55 years old, once you know digital, it's actually easier. Because now you can bring your previous wisdom into, and experience, a, yes. a, into a new technology. And you have creativity and authority already. You have life experience. All these are vital in getting to the minds and hearts of the customers that you want to reach out to. So marketing is customer engineering. Marketing makes sales easy. If marketing do a bad job, your sales will suffer, customer service will suffer. It sounds like you're giving away all your trade secrets though in your new book. It's a three-in-one, some more yeah. quite heavy, uh, 24-7 <laughs> or 247. Okay. It is social media 247, public relations 247 and personal branding 247. Let's talk a bit about personal branding. That also extends to businesses as well, right? Yes. The business has a branding, Correct. of course. So the best way of marketing to me in digital is the owner brand themselves, the CEOs, the MDs, the chairman. Brand those, themselves how? As an extension of the business? Yeah. Or? So so people remember people, people follow people, people leads the company. So a lot of companies are, are where they are today because of the owner and founder. So why not try? Make them the face of the company. You look at Jack Ma. 
Okay. All right. Jack Ma is so he's so public. He's so eloquent in speaking, and even take twelve days off to do a movie. So all this really adds to the marketing. People remember him and the company for a long, long time. Now, very few CEOs in the world do that. Of course, you know who has the time. Our beloved Steve Jobs. Really, really no. I think it's about a combination of public speaking, book writing, uh, building charity, building a tribe. Uh, that is about it. Really, is allowing people to know where your thoughts going. What do you think about a certain topic? And share your opinion. And if you're visible, you have a lot of followers. And when people follow you, actually when people follow you, they will follow your company. They're interested. And actually, good personal branding also save you in terms of crisis. Quick tips. If a business wants to head into this direction, hasn't yet already starting to panic. Hmm. Step one. You can send some of your able staff in your marketing team for training. Training is very, very important. And not just any training, pick up some of your old case studies and relook into it. So we are always obsessed with doing new things. Why not take something you've done before and do it differently? So that's another thing. Really to go to invest in learning, um, uh, try to go for one or two conferences every year, local and overseas. You rub shoulders with other practitioners, you learn a lot of things. Uh, there are many people willing to share. And by the way, sharing is the new competition. If we don't share, we never learn. We always tell people, always create your own master micro. If you're a marketer today, make friends with other marketers of different industries. There's no competition. You learn from each other. And that is how we should be. We need to walk the talk. A marketer who do not know how to market themselves wouldn't be a good marketer. Dang it, we thought we could get some quick fixes from you, but apparently not. But you know what? It's mm. all in his book, Social Media 247, Public Relations 247, Personal Branding 247 by Andrew Chow. All can be found at candidcreation.com. Comes in a set, actually. And Andrew, thank you yes. so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Thank you.